What's up, my nerds? This is the Unoriginals comic movie podcast brought to you by the refreshing taste of ice cold water, which is what I just had, and it's kind of nice. And I will not drink that in front of you so it doesn't sound like I'm slurping in your ear because I'm just uh, I'm a nice guy like that. I just got some new equipment. I got a new microphone, some headphones, so it doesn't sound so much like I'm in an echoey garage, but probably still a little bit i don't know we'll see but it is a very clear day outside i'm sitting in the garage at the moment and i thought i'd just read to you some marvel news just to test out the equipment and uh you know just get myself out there and give it a shot and let you hear my seductive and smooth voice and try out this pop filter and you can hear my notifications apparently i'm gonna go ahead and turn that off real quick Get a little silent mode going on here, but we'll keep the vibration because that's important. As any woman will tell you, vibration is important. So, we're going to start this off with the fact that just recently, the new Wolverine trailer for PlayStation exclusive has come out. And I had a friend talk to me about this at work. And I immediately shut him down because the first thing I asked, because he's very excited and I don't blame him. A new Wolverine game is very cool. Very exciting. Yeah, it's for PS5 probably only, but for those that can get one of those without the headache or with the headache, congratulations. It doesn't matter. If you can get one, get one. You don't have to pay a scalper an extra three grand to get one. Good for you. I'm not jealous, I'm just saying. Anyway, the point is that the new Wolverine trailer came out. And in it, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil that for you real quick, so alert. It's a cinema trailer. No gameplay. Because that's the first thing I asked him. I was like, is there any gameplay in this thing? He's like, oh, no. I was like, yeah, I'm out. But I figured I am a Marvel fan. I bleed Marvel Red, so I might as well at least bring that up. That's car going by. Hello. And bring up the fact that I did watch it and it is pretty cool it's uh, some I would say not Merle Haggard country but kind of Merle Haggardy country just a little slow song uh, lamenting not whining lamenting you guys got a good voice in the song I'll have to look up what that was but it's just this uh, kind of bluesy a barry country song and it shows that because the next scene is a flash into a bar that has been torn apart tables are flipped over chairs are broken everything's flickering and alone at the bar in dim lighting sits one man in a cowboy hat sipping the last of his drink and behind him in the shadows uh we'll say strong and virile looking man in a silhouette that you can't really see his face or identify him or anything, gets up behind him, probably about, what, 20 feet back, 30 feet back behind him, gets up from this rubble, pulls out a knife, and slowly starts walking towards the back of this man with a cowboy hat on and bloody knuckles and a plaid shirt torn up. And as he's walking up on him, the man in the plaid shirt with a cowboy hat with a torn up knuckles and the blood everywhere 
squeezes his fists, releases some claws, and up pops Wolverine. PlayStation exclusive. And I gotta say, for it being a cinema trailer, I'm not allowing myself to get that excited. The one thing I did say was this thing better be on par with the Wolverine game Origins that came out for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. That was an amazing game. Like, we're talking, even back then, this was like ten over 10 years ago, this was a game that was pretty incredible. It was intuitive, and the controls were flawless. The graphics were incredible. I mean, you get shot up by soldiers, and you would see damage on your Wolverine character, and then you would see that damage heal over time. And that was one of the coolest aspects about it, aside from the fact that it was really fun to play it was like it was basically a god of war clone but with wolverine and these claws are way bigger than he ever had in the comics not by yeah by much and like you're talking he can superman jump like 60 feet across like just just jumping into a helicopter and yanking the pilot out and throwing his head up into the propellers and chopping his head off and throwing it off and jumping back on the cliff it was a really intense game and it was a really fun game and i feel like it's being made by Insomniac, so I really trust that. Like, I, I, I didn't play the Spider-Man games because, let's be fair, I'm pretentious. And I have issues like anybody else. And one of my issues is with change. I don't like change. I definitely don't like change for the worse. And I feel, personally, that Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation 2 was easily one of the best Spider-Man games ever. There had been a few that came out before it but they weren't that great but for the no spider-man games that you had before that they were fantastic then spider-man 2 for playstation 2 comes out and it is awesome it's awesome for its web physics that was to this day i don't think anything's touched the newest one for uh, playstation 4 and 5 the the new marvel playstation exclusive one spider-man it was good i only played about 45 minutes of it and that flew by that was one of those moments where uh tony actually was like here try this game he knows how i am about it i'm a stickler to the web physics because the ps2 one was fucking perfect like you could spin 360 if you got going fast enough you could web to a building spin in 360 degrees keep going jumping from here to there and it was perfect web physics wise. Everything else was kind of fucking bland. The combat was good enough, you know. Um, your hits felt good. Your webbing up of people and tossing them around with webs felt good. The graphics, even for PS2, were a little lackluster, you could say. And it doesn't really hold up with time. And it was a lot of fetch quests. I mean, if you ever look at any kind of reviews or talk to anybody about it they'll bitch about little girls losing their balloons and now you got to run up buildings and go get the balloon and yeah it was annoying it was annoying it was one of those games where like yeah i i i, I struggle to find a perfect analogy for that it's uh like that one fast food restaurant that has that one item that is perfect and everything else sucks uh, we'll say everybody's gonna hate on me. I, I know I have a problem, but Burger King, Burger King is a perfect example. 
get a Whopper, perfect fucking burger. But everything else is going to be a little rough. Uh, that's not a great example. Maybe Taco Bell? Or maybe there's a restaurant you know of where like everything else blows, but their biscuits and gravy are fantastic. It's one of those. It was The web physics was perfect. They were amazing. Um, pretty revolutionary for the time. And it's, it's why I struggle with any other Spider-Man game that's ever come out. The fact that it's not recreated. Like it was perfect. You, you, everybody had a blueprint for the perfect web physics. All you had to do was improve everything else. And everything else got improved. Graphics, the fighting mechanisms. Not the web swinging. A lot of reviews I read or watched or anything on the newest Spider-Man game, not Miles Morales, but the one before that, the Marvel one for PS4, everybody said the same thing. If you like the web physics for PlayStation 2's game, then this is pretty close. And for me, it's not good enough. I really want those web physics back. Everything, it's 2021. I don't see why we can't do that, but that's also coming from a guy that doesn't make games. So, the hell do I know? I'm just a old dude bitching into a microphone about a game that's 20 years old and uh, demanding that I get the satisfaction of that game crossed with the new era of things. And that's not fair. It's time change with the times. All that aside, I think the Wolverine game is going to be good. I think it's going to be right on par with everything you'd ever want and having seen no gameplay from it i'm excited i'm gonna say i think it's gonna be good i think the sky's the limit when it comes to it and like i said you once again you had an excellent template for a perfect wolverine game and if they can do that again and make it better which technically could be a lot to ask but it's 2021 if we can get a vaccine within a year then we can make a badass wolverine game aside from that um speaking of spider-man a lot and bitching about spider-man a lot there is also a brand new spider-man 2 marvel spider-man 2 exclusive for the ps4 coming out New trailer came out for it very recently for the PlayStation Showcase, and all the people that are the PlayStation fanboys, not that I'm hating on them at all, don't get me wrong, I uh, happen to be somewhat one of them, but uh, they're losing their minds, and which is fair, because let's be clear, as much as I have my gripes about any Spider-Man game that isn't the PS2 Spider-Man game, there's some good ones. I assume. I've seen scores. I've heard people. I haven't played it. But, uh... That's, that's not the game's fault. Let's be clear. <laughs> nobody, nobody else's fault but mine on that one. Um, but the trailer came out recently. And, uh... And again, it's one of those uh, cinema trailers... With no gameplay. It looks promising. It does. I mean, you got two Spider-Man out there. A Romanian dude talking. Don't know what that's about. Maybe Craven, Possibly. Spitballing here. I'm, I'm just basically a reaction video. I'm not a reaction cast. I'm not... I, I didn't dive into it or anything. I watched it once and decided that was enough. 
is it Cinema Trailer? And I buy it unless there's gameplay in it. I mean, you know, uh, you know, spiritually and mentally buying it, purchasing it. Uh, probably not that either, honestly. But uh, <laughs> either way, it doesn't matter. Point is that uh, I I, uh, I reserve judgment until I see a final product, and that won't be till 2023. So we got some time on that one. But the coolest part was that it looked like it was. Miles Morales and your Peter Parker ganging up on some bad dudes and uh, doing some double-sided, uh, not double-sided, but, well, kind of double-sided, rotisserie chickening a dude with, a, with some webs, doing some tag team action, nothing wrong with that, and then your biggest reveal is that in the darkness of an alley is Venom. Yes, we will. Yes, we will, which is, I've always loved Venom for that. It's always we. We are many. We are Legion. We are Venom. I like that. Yeah. But it doesn't look too bad. It, it kind of reminds me of the Wolverine game. Both are being done by Insomniac, so I have faith in both of them. I know it's coming from a lot that from a guy that won't shut up about PS2. The glory days. I remember back in my day, games came on a disc. And if they sucked, you shut the fuck up and you played it. Or you took it back and got fucked again. Like, <laughs> this is how it was. You just dealt with it and shut the hell up is what you did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think the, uh, the potential for these are good. And, uh, like I said, Insomniac kind of doesn't have a bad repertoire when it comes to video games. So I think these will be good, and I think it'll be a nice step for Marvel. I'm irritated that, and I'm, I, I mentioned this before, I'm irritated that a lot of these games aren't canon for MCU. I feel like that's a lot to ask, honestly, but it is irritating. Like, uh, perfect example, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Here's a fucking perfect Marvel show about the, and I, I personally am a fan of that. I've always liked, like, Damage Plan and shit like that. Uh, one of my favorite comics is Marvel's. Because it shows you behind the scenes of the badass stuff. If you've never read Marvels, I highly suggest it. It is a little boring, but it gives you a perspective of what it would be like to be a normal person while all of these basically gods are fighting for your survival. In it, you've got a man named Phil Sheldon who works for the Daily Bugle as a photographer, and it just goes through his life and times of. The big Marvel issues, like uh, the coming of Submariner, the Human Torch, uh, Galactus, Gwen Stacy, all these things that you know you've read as a comic fan, but you've read them from a perspective of the hero and what they're going through, and you never really thought about what it would be like to just stand back and watch all that. I mean, what are you going to do against a Submariner? Turn a hose on him? That's stupid. You're going to fire bullets? That didn't work. All right, well, now you're fucked. Now what are you going to do? Now you're going to wait for a hero to come by and save you. And I always thought that was a really good uh, perspective on things. Everything's about perspective in this life. If you can put yourself in another perspective and perceive it from another angle, then you can look at things differently. And that's exactly what that, uh, what that comic did. Where was I going with this? Um... Uh, but yeah, yeah, the uh, the games themselves they'll be good, I think, and 
I don't see any reason to hate on him yet. The only reason I'll hate on him is because there's no gameplay trailer, and I refuse to jerk off to the thumbnail of the video. No, I'm watching that video. <laughs> we're we're going to get to a climax the way it was supposed to be done, and I will not fucking get too excited about something that, uh, that I, I'm not seeing the full picture here. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not against it. I've definitely done it before, but if I can help it, <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go in full force on it and, uh, get the experience that I'm supposed to get. Sorry, smoking a cigarette here. Let's see what else we got here. Marvel Shang-Chi still isn't streaming on Disney Plus. Sorry. I'm sure CNET's very sorry about that. Eternals magazine cover shows Marvel's most powerful beings. Um, I'm sure we'll see about that. I mean, we all thought, what, Captain America was all powerful, didn't we? And then. Thor came along, and he's the baddest motherfucker ever, and then Thanos came along, and ain't nobody stopping that, and then Captain Marvel came along, and that was a whole thing. And now the Eternals magazine cover show Marvel's most powerful beings. And I'm sure they are. Let's be clear. If you know anything about the Eternals, they're pretty badass. All in, I mean, they're immortal, and they're basically gods, like freaking everything is. And that's okay. Hmm. Someone's driving. They sounded so cool. What else we got here? Marvel Shang-Chi to rule box office again as Malignant Eyes Soft Start. That's fair. I mean, even if you're not scared of the Delta variant, you're probably scared of spending that much money at a theater. So, that's fair. We gotta pick one. Get on that Marvel train. We, we know the deal. We all know the deal. It's a good train to be on. See, I'm just reading some headlines here. Um, did Deadpool just secretly debut in the MCU? Warning contains spoilers from Marvel's What If Episode 5. Oh, I guess we should talk about that. I'll save that for another podcast, but clearly he did. Uh, spoilers. Sorry about that. Yeah, probably. I don't actually know that. I mean, I watched it and everything, but, uh, you know, it works rough, and sometimes I get tired. I remember seeing that and being like, oh, yeah, it's Deadpool. And now people are questioning it. I'm like, really? Was there? Ah, never mind. We'll save that for another podcast. That's fine. Um, let's see here. Secret Wars, how the first ever Marvel Comics event could come to the MCU. Yeah, it's coming. New Infinity Comics series are exclusive to Marvel Unlimited, huh? Huh. All right, let's, let's uh, see what that's about real quick. Um, let's see. Marvel's Unlimited expands with new line of exclusive comics from top creators. New in-canon series about X-Men and Deadpool and more from the likes of Jonathan Hickman and Scotty Young. S-K-O-T-T-I-E, Scotty. Scotty, good for you, man. That's, uh, that's different. Exotic. I'm okay with that. Marvel just enrolled a complete revamp of its groundbreaking Marvel Unlimited reading app this morning. 
but it's more than just a redesign. The subscription-based Marvel Unlimited service will now host Infinity Comics, an exclusive line of in-continuity Marvel comic series from the company's top creatives. Well, that's pretty cool. Get, get some more reading done. That ain't a bad thing. 27 Infinity Comics are already available on Marvel Unlimited, with plans to release over 100 by the end of 2021. Including X-Men Unlimited, Giant Size Little Marvels, Captain America, It's Jeff, Black Widow, Amazing Fantasy, Deadpool, Shang-Chi, and Venom Slash Carnage. Hmm. Each issue is presented in the vertical scroll form, commonplace in comic platforms designed for phones and tablets, and creators on the series include Jonathan Hickman, De- Declan Shalvey, Declan Shalvey, D-E-C-L-A-N. Good old Scotty Young, Dax Gordon, Alyssa Wong, Nathan Stockman, Kelly Thompson, Gary Duggan, Lucas Warnock, and Jeffo? The ball's on you, Jeffo. G-E-O-F-F-O. Jeffo. According to Marvel's news release, ah, the ball's on you. Good for you, man. And not so much for writing the comics, but for being ballsy enough to have a name like Jeffo. (laughs) <laughs> one name, like your fucking seal or share. Right on, right on. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm not jealous, but I'm sure it sounds like I'm jealous. And that's uh, uh, probably more fair than I'm willing to give it credit for. But, uh, yeah. Let's see. Starring in a Marvel blockbuster doesn't exempt this Canadian from scrutiny in Zai's China. Hong Kong, CNN, Simu Liu, star of Marvel's new blockbuster, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, has enjoyed positive reviews around the world. I liked him personally. I, I can't gush enough over that. Um, since the movie's release, barring one notable exception, his birthplace. In China, where he was born before moving to Canada as a child, he's coming under fire for a 2017 interview in which he allegedly described the country his parents left in less than flattering terms. The video, originally published by the Canadian public broadcaster CBC, is no longer available on its website. Oh, surprise there. The comments resurfaced this week on the Chinese social media platform Weibo. And the backlash was swift. Is this the superiority of high-class Chinese? One comment read, a sarcastic term referring to Chinese people who leave the country to study or live abroad, similar in meaning to whitewashed, quote-unquote. Other Weibo users threatened to report or boycott the movie if it was released in China. You know, I, I, I guess I can understand it, cultural appropriation and everything, whitewashing and everything. But I guess when it comes down to it, these are movies. These are things for entertainment. They might be searching for a certain demographic. And I guess that's could be annoying to people whose culture has been appropriated. I get it. But that said, I'm also, I got him. Yeah, fuck you. Slap him flies. But that said, I, it's a movie. And I'm clearly biased. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people that think Marvel can't do any wrong. I've talked with a couple of people that saw Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. And 
if they gave it anything less than a positive review, I wanted to headbutt them. And that shows you exactly how biased I am when it comes to things like this. But that said, even as a moviegoer, even as a comic lover, even as somebody who can understand the annoyance of a appropriation of culture, I uh, kind of... Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's ignorant on my part, but I kind of don't buy it. And I'm really honestly referring to the whole uh, Tenda Swollen. Oh fuck, I'm gonna remember. I can't remember the name. Um, Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, right. The ancient one in the uh, Doctor Strange movie. Uh, a lot. She came under fire a lot because here's this white woman being the powerful sorcerer, ancient one. And the comics was uh, historically Chinese. And I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I thought she did great in terms of uh, the narrative she used, the character she played, the emotion she put in. I liked it. And a lot of people were like uh, comparing it to blackface and shit, and I don't really think that's fair. But I, uh, I kind of don't buy it because, A, Marvel fanboy, can't help it, and B, thought she did really good. I, I try to look at it from a casual moviegoer's perspective, and it's probably going to be hard, considering I, when it comes to the Marvel movies, I am not a casual moviegoer. I try to be. I try to just lay back and enjoy it, but it gets rough. <laughs> There's some things you can't just avoid. Spoiler alert for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. At one point, and I bitched about this on the last podcast, <laughs> The, the teams go to fight each other, and the bad guys all have these hook swords and crossbows. Crossbows. These are people that came from the year 2023, I imagine, and traveled to a mythical, mystical world full of magic and rare uh, creatures and seemingly immortal people and... You didn't bring anything automatic. You didn't bring anything with bullets. You didn't bring any of the... What? The... <laughs> the the modern... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The, the uh, modern advances, modern... Uh, you didn't bring a fucking gun? Like, get the fuck out of here. Not one person has a sidearm on them? Come on, people. You're, you're going against fucking creatures you've never seen before. I'm fighting people with probably magical abilities, and more than likely, those uh, magical people will have uh, an, an aversion to bullets in the face. That might be a weakness for them. More than likely, it's going to be a weakness for them. You didn't bring a sidearm? Really? Like, the ball's on you. You know what, I might continue this later. Uh, my screen just froze up, and perhaps that's just a sign that says you should stop ranting and complaining about dumb shit, and uh, maybe move on try something else later, maybe? Yeah, maybe try something later. Read you some more Marvel news and complain about that. Uh, but for now, this was the Unoriginals Comic Movie Podcast. Um... I am your host, K-Dog Knight, which I'm trying to use off a play of uh, Fallout, because I'm still a nerd at heart. 
But uh, thank you for listening to my rants and uh, letting me test out this new equipment that I got and listening to me slap at flies. Motherfucker. And uh, until next time, true believer.